0: welcome back to another episode on the Girl Hustle podcast. My name is Christine. I'm your host. You know, there are a lot of fitness experts out there in a lot of workout programs and nutrition, and it's super important for you to find a coach who you vibe with, right? But but the thing is, is that the majority of All of those coaches and, you know, the IG Fitspos, they do not address the most important aspect of making changes in your life. And it's the hard fact that once you choose to make yourself a priority, you're no longer normal. You are the weird one. You're the one who is going to be judged. You're the one who is going to face, uh, you know, a lot of adversity from your, your friends and family. And you know, peer pressure is real, and it makes it extremely hard to stay on course uh, when you have so many people who are questioning what you're doing and why you're doing it. So today, I wanted to talk about adopting the mindset of a zero options mentality and what it is actually going to take for you to see your results through. So, what does it mean to have a zero options mentality? What does it mean to not have a plan B so think about a time in your life when you were backed into a corner and you did what you had to do there were no other options except one option you know Um, and before when before you were backed into this corner you didn't think it was possible you would be able to do what you needed to so you needed that pressure for you to see the path you had to take to accomplish what needed to be done. I know that sounds like super vague, but you know what I mean? You know when you have those instances in life where there's a lot of pressure on you and, you know, the only way forward is forward? You know what I'm talking about? So, for example, let's, let's say you're the breadwinner in your household or you are a two-income family. If you don't go to work, the bills don't get paid. So there really isn't a choice but to go right? There's no other options. So whether you're tired, whether it's snowing, whether you you just don't feel like it, you get it done. Because you have that external pressure, there is a zero options mentality and you always find a way. It's easy when you don't have a choice because the only choice is to get it done. You with me? Yeah? Understand what what I'm talking about? I know we've all been there or we're currently going through it. But here's the thing. When we do have choices, it's way easier to be like, nah, I don't wanna choose the hard route when there is an easier path. But the thing is, the easier path doesn't lead to greatness. What person who is successful chose an easy path? None of them. I can say with absolute certainty, the people who chose the easy path, well, you've never heard of them because they didn't do anything worth talking about. The easier path doesn't lead to the results that you want. Choosing easy is choosing your current state. And there's nothing wrong with it if you're happy with where you're at. But I can only assume if you're in your car right now or here on the treadmill listening to this, you're in the business of self-improving and you are looking to improve your current situation. And everyone's, you know, scenario it, it's different. Everybody is different and everyone will come to that point in the road where they finally choose themselves. And by choosing themselves, they choose the path that is just harder. And the kicker is, of this all, is that even though you're choosing the, ro- the road that is going to lead to self-improvement and unlocking the results that you're after, the hard part isn't what's on that road. The hard part is not taking the exit route when things get challenging. And, and, you know, that's the problem with society is that there's always an option out, an escape route, the exit ramp, back to the easy path. There's always that option. So when you are making the choice to eat better and to work out, there's always the option to quit. Always. I mean, there's a fast food corner or there's, there's a fast food joint on every corner. So that option will always be there, but you have to learn to ignore it and you have to pretend that those options don't exist. And a lot of times, because in the back of our minds, we have that, well, if this doesn't work out, I can always go this way. And you've got to stop doing that. It's why you never see things through. It's why you quit. Because when it gets hard or it gets uncomfortable, you think, well, this isn't for me. This isn't how it's supposed to be. I don't want it bad enough. So you take the exit ramp, the first sign that you get, it uh, to only begin somewhere else. And when that doesn't work out, you take another exit route and you're just spinning in circles. I love the quote, uh, you know, are you revolving or are you evolving? Because if you're revolving, you're just doing the exact same things over and over and you're just spinning in circles. You have to make those changes if you want to change. Um, I, I mean, I know I'm using this analogy about, you know, being on a highway and choosing the harder road and not taking those exit paths. But the thing is, is that if you just stayed on the course that you chose to go on, um, you know, you you would get to the results that you want instead of taking the exit routes because, you know, when you hit those hard those hard times, your results are just waiting on the other side. Don't take the exit route. You've got to go through the construction. you got to do the hard parts. So the thing is, is that it just it makes me really, really sad that health and fitness is villainized when it comes to this choosing the path that requires you to invest time in yourself and, the, and that requires you to challenge yourself um and the thing is it's like i don't understand what is wrong with doing either either of those things what is wrong with investing time in yourself society tells you that it's selfish your friends and family tell you that they liked you better when you were fun but fun to me isn't feeling like crap after a night of drinking. Fun to me isn't going shopping and being depressed about realizing, uh, you know, your jean size has gone up. Fun to me is not having aching joints from binging on sugar. That is not fun to me. That's freaking depressing. And it sucks when you don't feel good. So when you choose the path of fitness, you're choosing hard, not because it's always physically hard or challenging. I mean, like it is, but that's not the hard part about it. The hard part is the judgment you're going to face by choosing you. You're going to become more attuned with your, you know, your eating. You're going to be more selfish with your gym time or workout time. And people are going to possibly start calling your new obsession, Of being healthy, unhealthy. And this just, it blows my freaking mind. Because, like, explain to me how my beautiful blood work and my strong freaking body is unhealthy because I'm obsessed of making sure I take care of me that I make myself a priority. So when I say obsessed, I don't mean like all-consuming. I simply mean you make it a priority. So anytime I say obsessed, the remainder of this, this episode, just remember that I'm defining it as making it a priority, okay? So when you are, are obsessed or you're making it a priority about getting results with your, you know, your physical self, so many people are going to question you. They're going to tell you to relax, tell you not to be so extreme. And the thing is that you going to the gym five days a week is extreme to them because they haven't gone once in years. And it's not extreme. Going to the gym three, four, five times a week, six times a week, it's not extreme. Just keep that in mind when people are trying to talk you out of your goals or give you advice, everything to them is gonna be extreme because they do nothing. Okay, so, so I want you to think about it this way too. Why is it so wrong for you to tell your friends you're passing up margarita night to hit the gym. Why can't we normalize taking care of ourselves? You know, I'm actually headed back, to, back home to Idaho in a few weeks. And, you know, I already have my plan to send my meal prep to where I'm staying. And I know that I'm going to be purchasing separate food from my family because I eat differently than the rest of them. And I know what gym I'm going to be going to and how much day passes are. I'm prepared to continue my lifestyle as it is, even though I'm not going to be here at home. And to many people, they would think, well, isn't that a little extreme? And my answer is no. No, it's not. It's just who I am and a part of who I am. So why am I the weird one? Why is it weird or obsessive to put my health first? It's not. When you have goals, you have to be obsessed with the process of achieving them. So think of someone in your life who is excellent at what they do, maybe even considered an expert. You know, a doctor had to and still is obsessed about learning, obsessed about discovering new things for sickness and helping others. Their time invested away from partying and into studying. It's not weird, is it? No, it's not. Or someone who's an accomplished musician. They invest their time into practicing hours upon hours. That's not weird. Or professional athletes, same thing. They invest time into the practice and conditioning and nutrition so they can be great at what they do. So again, I ask, why is it weird for you to invest 30 minutes a day into a run or a workout? Why is it weird for you to invest a few hours once a week in meal prep? Why is it weird for you to pass on the glass of wine and just enjoy the company of your friends? Why is it weird for you to always be drinking water? And I'm gonna tell you why it's weird. It's only weird to others. I'm saying weird a lot, but I'm trying to get my point across. It's only weird to others because they don't understand. And because they do not understand and they see you investing in yourself and health, it scares them and it makes them uncomfortable and maybe even makes them a little jealous. And it bothers you because you probably have a lot of self-doubt yourself right now, wondering if you will achieve results. You're nervous about putting it out there that you have these big goals because you're worried you're going to fail and, and then they will all know that you failed. So I want you to remember this, people in your life are going to try to bring you back down to their level, try to talk you out of your choices because they don't want to make them themselves, whether it's fitness, career, family, whatever it is, and that is their insecurities talking. I'm telling you right now, they want to see you fail. I know they may not say it out loud, but deep down inside, they want to see you fail. They want to see you quit because it's going to make them feel better about themselves. Don't give them that satisfaction. If you quit, they were right about you. So you better make sure you win. Winning is the only option here. No other options. That is a zero options mentality. The only option is to win. Okay? And winning can be, you know, making it to the gym, achieving your goals. It does. And I'm not saying that we're putting a timeline on this. It can take as long as it needs to. So long as you don't quit, you are winning. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, when I first got into health and fitness, I was asked all the time when I was going to go back to normal. And I'm like, uh, this is my new normal. Um, But I do remember feeling, you know, put down and made to feel bad for investing time into myself, made, you know, made me out to be selfish. But because I chose to be the weird one to move ahead, um, you know, I didn't quit. I didn't quit. And now they're the ones asking me for help and advice. You know, I, and I easily could have quit and chose, chosen the easier route that, uh, you know, wouldn't have come with so many questions. But I, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. You have to choose your heart. And my point is, is that, you know, taking care of yourself, it can be lonely, especially if you're the only one who, you know, if you're your partner your spouse or, you know, roommates, whatever your situation is, if you're the only one making those changes, it is lonely. And it can be really hard always being the odd one out. And I always am. And you know what? It's okay to be. You know, because when it comes to, you know, helping somebody move, I'm the one they call on and who can pick up those boxes and, you know, help somebody for hours. I can help people plant trees. I, you know, I, when it comes down to going to a wedding, I'm not scrambling to do a million hours of cardio to be ready for it. And because of the time investment I put into myself, here's the biggest thing. My confidence in my physical abilities and who I am as a person is considerably higher than most people's, you know? And there is there is this strange calm you have When you get comfortable being uncomfortable, when you challenge yourself with something every single day, whether it's saying no to late night snacking or completing a workout that you've leveled up, you know, a confidence is born that I I can't really describe until you do it yourself. When you can win every single day, you know, it's going to compound. Those days are going to add up and the insecurities and self-doubt you once had it's gonna fade away. And it took me many many years of you know those daily wins. You know, I didn't always win every single day, but I chose not to quit and chose to continue forward. I can finally say, you know, if I'm going to bet on anyone, I'm going to bet on myself. Every single time, I'll bet on myself because I've proven to myself I can do hard things. And although on the outside of what I do is fitness, you know, fitness programs, and nutrition. My true underlying goal is to help you achieve the same confidence, the same calm of knowing out of everyone in the world, you got you, you respect you, you love you. Because at the end of the day, that, that is what it's all about. Being obsessed with making you the best version of you, in my opinion, is the best obsession you can have. So my goal for you is to to start ignoring the exit signs on your path to self-improvement. Seal the escape hatch that you have in the back of your mind. Adopt the zero options mentality and be okay with not being normal. Get obsessed about achieving the results you deserve. Lead by example. And I guarantee six months from now, one year from now, all of the people who are trying to drag you back down are going to be looking up to you for advice. Just know if you choose to stay on this path, you're not alone because I'm jogging right alongside you. I really appreciate you tuning in today. Just remember, everything you need to succeed is already inside you. Until next time, hustlers. I'm living grace, everything I do, I do in the first place. I'm living good, I'm living grace. Everything I do, I do in the first place.